Hi everyone, this is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you're listening to A Date with Dateline. Today's, tonight's, yep. this evening's yes. episode. This evening's offering. <laughs> tonight's offering is a paired hot goose and lukewarm oh pigeon, pigeon salad with um, a mousse bouche on the side. I don't know what that is. Or did you say a mousse bouche? I don't. I don't know what it is. Do you know it's a muse bouche, right? Not a mousse bouche. Mm, I don't. I don't know that. I don't know what it is. Mm. A muse bouche. There we go. I don't know. A mousse. A mousse bouche is something else, mm. which is not. We shouldn't talk. We can't talk about it on air. I'll tell cool. you in private. Oh God. Mm-hmm. Cool as mousse. <laughs> cool as mousse bouche. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who don't know what. A hot goose or a lukewarm pigeon is. I'm going to refer you to last week's episode when Kimberly gives maybe one of the best all time. Was it an it was an analogy, right? Kind of, but all I, I know, know is it's it catching on like fireworks. People on Twitter are doing it. They're they're working it into their normal conversations. It was my favorite thing of 2019 so far. But I did just that have is. To- terribly depressing i had to look at my computer is to make sure it was 2019 and not 2020 is that more depressing or less depressing because i couldn't remember the year off the top of my head that's more yeah we're worried about that i think i'm ready for the year to be over so i'm like oh it's 2020 (laughs) no which is going to bring its whole own set of problems (laughs) yes Yes, it's a whole different set okay Oh, boy. Um, So this episode is dedicated to our Patreon, Brittany. I'm bringing back the dedications. Brit Brit. Brit Brit is a mom of three. Her son is the competitive dancer. Is this really Brit Brit, though? Is this Oops, I Did It Again, Toxic Brit? Is this Britney Spears, are you asking me? Mom of three? Son is a dancer? Is her son a dancer? One of her children is taking after her? Is well, get, I would assume a, a dancer performer. I would assume that I one mean, of her children is it the one that has Kevin Federline's blood in him because that he's he's born to dance. The I'm dance sorry. is within him. Did I say the wrong Kevin? Do they What's, not all? Didn't know, but do they not all have Kevin Federline's blood? I'm, are her no. children not all from Kevin? No, I don't. Think oh, I don't. So. I don't think I know enough. I, I should back out of this Echo, conversation now. Whose children are Britney Spears with? Did that make sense? This might answer your question. Britney Spears' children are Jaden James Federline and Sean Preston Federline. Did that answer your question? Mm-hmm. It did. So there's only two, mm-hmm. and they are both from Kevin Federline. So we're all wrong. We're all um, just, just, we're off to a great start. And I'm sorry, Brittany, this episode is for you, but we can't dedicate episodes apparently without going off on just other topics. So sorry, Brittany. Um, Brittany's doing just fine though, because one of her sons is a competitive dancer, basically like baby ballroom. Love it. And one of her other children plays piano, and the other one is in a national archery competition. So basically, she's the mom in the Royal Tenenbaums, and is just raising a bunch of prodigies. She is. That's amazing. Well done. She also said that she just got remarried, so she's hashtag winning, and her husband is totally the Katie of her relationship. And I don't know what that means. I'm the sorry. one who puns and then laughs at her own puns. Oh, okay, that's a much nicer version. Maybe. Okay, maybe the one who it. who randomly breaks out in Jolene for no reason. Jolene, 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 Jolene. Well, that's just good sense. 
Okay, so this episode is called She Never Left. Not to be confused with She Did Everything Right. She Didn't Come Home. She... There have to be other she's. I know there are more she's. She's done say, lots of things. But did you say she didn't, she did everything right as a funny pun to she never left? No, but right I like it. And you know, I was trying to think of that when I was trying to do titles. I was trying mm-hmm. to think of she never left. He mm-hmm. was always right because somebody was right in this episode. Anyways, she never left. It is season 27, episode 40, 6, 21, 19, Hosted by Dennis is enough. Brittany, I hope that Dennis is enough for you in your episode. He is. He, how could he not be? Uh, this takes place in Jacksonville, Florida, so mark off your bingo cards if you have Florida, Texas, Arizona. Also, we've got a Mike. So Misty, who had the card that said Kelly slash Mike and wanted to make sure it could just be anybody named Kelly slash Mike. It wasn't a specific Kelly slash Mike. Have we done just bingo cards with names on it yet? We should start doing that. That would be amazing, actually. Yeah, that would and be fun. You never win. I mean, because there's no, not you would never people win. in the episode. But, no. Yeah. Plus the weirdest names, like Weed and Wetmore. And, Cyril. We got yeah. Cyril last week. Cyril. This one. week we have a detective named Robbie. So. Oh, yeah. I'd never put Robbie. No, I would never. But put we'd probably Robert. put Robert. Maybe. And Robbie is clearly short. He's not named Robbie. It doesn't say Robbie on his birth certificate. There's more to talk about with names, but we'll do that at the end. So let's get going. So this takes place in 1993. It means the hair is closer to God. Mm-hmm. And crispy. Crispy to God. God wanted soft, manageable hair. He. This was not the decade for him. He wouldn't have created depth gel. He wanted hair that your fingers get stuck in it. So this story goes, that's how Dennis said it, the story goes, Mm -hmm. I love that, like it's like an old wives tale. The story goes that this young mother, Bonnie, walked out after a fight with her husband in 1993. And then her purse was found by the police in a dumpster outside of the Red Roof Inn, which I know nothing about. I've stayed at a Red Roof Inn near the San Francisco airport. Classy? I've stayed twice. Airport Hojo? Airport, red roof, did not see any prostitutes, did not see any drug deals. Oh. So as far as I'm concerned- Wait, but were you expecting to? Because is that the vibe that it gives off? It's a fine 2.5 star establishment. Okay. Copy that. Middle of the road. That's not middle of the road. No frills, but clean sheets and a clean shower. Did not find any stray hairs. Toilet appeared clean. God. What? It's good. That really grossed me out just now. Well, this is the real world we I'm live sorry, in. Sometimes a, str- a stray hair in a hotel shower is not going to gross out everyone. Sometimes you have to ignore and just be like, okay, where's a tissue? And you have to blindly wipe it away down the drain. <laughs> oh, and pretend like, yes, I have black hair. Oh, my God. It's fine. This is life lessons. I'm sorry. I'm so highbrow. But I can't speak. Offended by a random strangers. I can't speak for the Red Roof um, in 1993. It might be very different. Okay. So then Bonnie's purse found in this thing, and I we have to go through the contents of this purse because they lay them out on the bed. There were some odd things in this purse. It seemed strange to me. What? Why are you giving me that face? 
just how many items were in like, the purse. I was this just was like a lot of items. I was super impressed by her ability to fit all those things in that purse. Me too. Because I would need a backpack to carry all of those things or a bigger tote of some sort. And this was a fairly small purse. They laid out all the cards individually, which took up space. And I'm assuming... But there was also a makeup bag that looked like it would have taken up half the purse. But then they put the makeup out of the makeup bag. So you have to imagine that all of the makeup items were in the bag and then all the cards were in some sort of a wallet or card case, right? Well, she did have a sleeve thing, but it was had photos, seemingly of herself. That was weird. Like, the top photo that's in this photo thing was of herself, which is still better than that guy who had 65 photos in his front shirt pocket without oh, yeah. any sleeves or anything. Wait a minute. What? <laughs> yeah, there were literally five by sevens. That yeah. was strange. But wait, did she... we're sure it wasn't her sister? It's, I guess it's possible. It was blurry. I couldn't see it. I just assumed it was her. Could have been her sister. I bet it was her sister. So the thing, there's a couple things I found strange. There's three quarters and that's it. No other change. Mm -hmm. But I guess this is the time of payphones. So maybe you like very carefully take quarters with you. Sure. Um, But no other change. Don't you always have like random pennies at the bottom of your purse? Yeah. A hair pick. Which is peak 90s. Well, she had a curly do. Yeah, she was picking it. I used to have yeah. use a pick. I've broken several picks because my hair is so thick. Oh, I don't know. I don't understand picks as much, but I, I appreciate them from afar. I don't okay. <laughs> she also had something called a bonus buck, which had a picture of a guy in a sombrero on it. And I don't know what sort of establishment you use that bonus buck in. But I don't think she would have run away and not taken that bonus buck with her. I know, but I can't tell you. <gasps> what is it? It's just we'll we'll talk about it later. Maybe we'll let our patreons know what they what it is. Why are you being so mysterious? Because I don't know what it is, but I want <laughs> to know, and so I just just let me have it. Let me have some mystery. Okay. Um, and then she had two little packets that said moist towelettes, which made me think of. Last week in the word innards, and then I just got grossed out. And then she has $1,000 in cash. Mm-hmm. And this was in 93, so I'm pretty sure that's like 30 grand today. Can inf- <laughs> can inflation call us? Am I close? Oh. I'm pr- I think I'm close. Give or take a couple grand. I'm close. Sure. Now, Mike, the husband, doesn't know where she is, doesn't know how she got that much money or why she had it, why it was in the dumpster. And then we meet Mike's aunt and uncle, and they're somehow brought in because they're friends with a cop, and they're, like, hanging out at the motel when they found the purse. They're very much, like, inserted into the crime, but... They were friends with the cop? That's how... I was trying to remember how they got... They Mm. got called by a cop and said, we found this purse of your nephew's wife. Do you want to come down? Well, and I don't think Jacksonville is particularly small, to be honest. No, it's a big city, so... No, it was hmm. interesting. Um, but what's the best part about the aunt and the uncle, and this is Mike's family, that they right away are like, you need to check that other dumpster for her body. Which never in the history of Dateline, family members are always like, she just ran away. Maybe there was an accident. Nothing like best case possible. They're just like, no, she's in a trash dump. They go straight to the darkest scenario possible. 
they which know, I appreciated. I think they watch a lot of Dateline, and they're like, "This isn't good. We're not gonna." Yeah, why should I we think, put a positive spin on this? I think it was the minute they realized that this was not a robbery because mm-hmm. she had a thousand dollars in mm-hmm. her purse that was thrown away. That they're like, "No, yeah. no, she's dead." Yeah, but they're like, "Don't even bother with the missing persons flyer." Yeah, she's that was dead. kind of that was kind of a lot. <laughs> Homicide detective Robbie takes the case. Now he seems very nice. I did not love his haircut, but he does seem very nice. I loved his haircut. No, you didn't. You're yeah, lying. I did. I didn't no. have any problem with Robbie's haircut. Robbie had the Robbie haircut. It's sort of soft and fluffy, and just it was Robbie. very soft and fluffy and uneven. He's but... a gentleman blonde who's older, and it's just that's what there were a lot of uneven haircuts in this episode, which we're gonna get to. And oh my god! So I need you to. The Robbie fact that I've already the used least. the title A Hairy Situation like 17 times just so disappointed me when I was watching this because this episode should have been called A Hairy Situation. What about Bowled Over by the Competition? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> so a security guard says there was a man acting interested in the cops digging through a dumpster. And if that's suspicious behavior, I would be arrested because I would be out there with a lawn chair and snacks if there were cops going through a dumpster by my apartment, I would bring friends over. I would have a chili cook-off and we would all watch. You can't tell me that that's suspicious to be interested if cops are digging stuff out of a dumpster. If you were at the 2.5 star Red Roof Inn and the cops started digging stuff out of a dumpster, you would pack up your belongings, roll your little suitcase out and be like, I have to check out. Murder has happened here. I'm leaving. No, I, I bet the cops wouldn't let anyone leave. Oh, you probably wouldn't. And then you're trapped at the Red Roof Inn with a bunch of strangers. So what are you going to do? You're going to make like you're on Murder in the Orient Express or um, and then there were none. And you're going to start looking at people and deciding who is the most likely suspect. Or you're going to hide in your bathroom with the fan on. And pretend you're not there. Yeah, and watch Real Shit's Housewives. Creek on, yeah. on your tablet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the cop finds Bonnie's car at a nearby airport parking lot, which also made no sense to me because if she was planning to run away and then come back, you're not going to pay $50 a day to leave your car at an airport parking lot. There are cheaper places. There are no flight records of her flying out of the airport. Then they find a sandy shoe print of a man's sneaker in her car driver's seat on the floor. Mm -hmm. They only say it's large, like I don't know. Could it be a squatch in Nikes? There's a squatch in these woods. Mm-hmm. Her aunt makes a public appeal, and there's so much going on in this news footage. I <laughs> forgot that the 90s were basically still the 80s in terms of fashion. Yeah. In terms of the eyeglasses and the makeup. Oh, my God, the frosted lids. Yeah. And the hair. In the Cosby sweater. Yeah. It, it was a lot. And then I just really want to briefly talk about this commercial that came up after this section. No. That, can I just really briefly? It's people at a car. It's people at a car wash and they work there and they're watching a car go by in the car wash, like sensually, sensually washing. Mm-hmm. And, and it's going through the machine, and the music's like, ooh, yeah. 
I can't remember what the music is. Like that. And okay. So they're watching this sexually sensually car go by. And mm-hmm. then the car sort of starts to drive out of the foam that was on it. And a couple climbs out of the back seat into the front seat, like buttoning their shirts. Like they were full on doing it in the back seat. And that's what everyone was watching. Well, what's this an ad for? A Corolla. Voyeurs are us. What is happening? Is the name of the car the Voyeur? Maybe. Or the, what's, what's, is there like the fetish for you like to do it in public? What is that, the name for that? Voyeurs. No, aren't voyeurs the people Voyeur- that watch? Voyeurism. Are I think it's all part of the watch? same, I think it's all part of that same thing. I don't know. I haven't looked into it that carefully. Actually, the, ask. the voyeur could be a fun name for a car. I can totally yeah. see that. The Corolla voyeur. The intrepid, the explorer, the voyeur. I could totally see it. Tra- trademark. Day with Dateline. Mm-hmm. 20, 2019. But God, I had to look it was it again. a weird commercial. Anyways. Yeah, um, then we see home videos of Bonnie and Mike raising their son, Aaron. Now, Aaron, Dennis says that Aaron has a beetle cut. Yes, he did. Which was very cute. It was super cute, Dennis. I would refer to it as a bowl cut. It's unfortunate for me because I don't enjoy the bowl cuts on children. I think it makes them look evil. Because of Damien? It reminds me of Damien and it just every movie with a pale child with dark hair and big eyes, like The Good Son and uh, the, the Shining... I can't really oh, think of yeah. any others. And actually, Danny the good son, the, in the good son, Macaulay Culkin was the bad one. He was blonde, and um, Mikey, the serial kid, Mikey likes it. But he didn't kill anyone. Well, he supposedly died from eating pop rocks and coke, but that yes. was just a rumor. He's Correct. fine. I'm sure he didn't murder anyone, but he sort of always looked like he was going to. They kind of have that like Chucky the doll kind of thing about them. Okay, they're, like, I'll give you that. They're staring at me anyways aaron probably not a killer but he's a very cute kid it's an extreme bowl cut it's an extreme bowl cut now bonnie and dennis were high school sweethearts and they got married right after high school Mm -hmm. bonnie's mom was thrilled for her and this is not the first time i will say hmm about bonnie's mom now bonnie is missing and there are flyers up Detective Robbie searches the house for blood. He doesn't find any. They search the backyard. They search the woods all around. You know I love a search party. I need a search party song because I always get really excited. Now, Mike, the husband, is searching too during the search parties. And I don't know what the appropriate attire is to wear when you're searching for your missing wife in Florida. But I have to believe it's not a tank top with a cartoon hot pepper on it. Does it say, what does it say on it? Feeling hot, hot, hot? Couldn't read it. Very frustrating. Could only see the cartoon hot pepper. Or it was a logo for a restaurant, maybe. Which would make it more acceptable, Chili's? I think, for me. Chili's the restaurant? No, I don't think it was. No. But you know what I'm talking about? Like a red hot pepper thing with the little green stem? And it's like, hi. Yeah, like the logo for Chili's, the restaurant. Why? No, I don't think that was it. If it isn't, I'm going to be really sad. But I will also forgive Mike for it because I think that's actually more acceptable. It's Florida. It's hot. It's summer. He's wearing a tank top. You grab the first thing you could find. He's searching for his missing wife. But 
that's not actually what was happening. So So Mike's haircut, also terrible. It was like a mullet without the party in the back. And his 80s porno stash is like mm. the, the culmination of all 80s porno stashes that ever came before it. It is the king. Mm -hmm. 80s porno stash. Now, Bonnie had apparently had a one-night stand affair. Mm -hmm. People on Twitter are very skeptical. <laughs> they said it's never just a one-night stand affair. Ah, uh, yeah, that's Which hard. I feel like that must happen sometimes. I don't know. Like she went on a conference at a red roof and... There you go. Then met a gentleman in But the I lobby. feel like I this know. guy was like an older acquaintance or something. Maybe. Did they talk about that? I can't so even remember. So drunk at a thing. Right, hooked accident, up and then said never again. Then yeah, that was it. Okay. Uh so but they they bring in that guy, he's super helpful with the police. He passes a polygraph. They mm -hmm. do not say in the episode if they made Mike take a polygraph, which I would like to know. Now, mm -hmm. Mike says they had a big fight and she left the house at 11 p.m. In the middle of the night at like 3 in the morning, he drove around looking for her but he couldn't find her. Bonnie was apparently very unhappy in the marriage and she was planning to leave. She'd even found a new school for Aaron and gotten an apartment. She was supposed mm -hmm. to hang out with Mike's aunt because this is what she's like now BFFs with Mike's aunt. The ones who said she's right. probably in that dumpster there. And she was supposed to hang out with her that night, but she called and canceled. And she said, Mike and I are having a discussion, so I'm not going to hang out tonight. Was Mike's aunt the one in the interview with Mike, or was it was it Bonnie's yes. mom? Yes, no, it was. It was the same lady. Yes, she's so they were down they were friends. And hair. Yes, okay. they were good friends. Yeah, I think they because they all work together at Mike's uncle's place of employment. Uncle Bernie. Or uncle Bernie. We don't so, know what Uncle Bernie does though. Well, it looked like some sort of real estate. No, I thought it was some sort of like they mention it. Briefly. I thought it was like a metal place or something. Okay, all right, keep going. All I know is, I'll get to it, but his office was the messiest office I've yeah, seen. Yeah, we're going to get to that. Oh, boy. So everyone thinks it's Mike. The shoe print from her driver's side matches Mike's shoe. If the shoe print fits, yeah, you must have quit. It. That's not right. Sorry. No, if the, the shoe opposite, print fits, thou must convict. There we go. Or you must quit looking for other suspects. There you go. Just quit it. Quit it. Yeah. So he's interviewed on the news and they felt people felt like he was way too nonchalant. He's not doesn't seem that upset that she's gone. Mm -hmm. Also, Aaron is on the video, like sitting on his lap, and there was like food on the side of his mouth, like a little kid has, but no one wiped it off well, when he's going on camera. He had like chili on the side of his mouth. There's other stuff going on. I guess. Just take a little washcloth. Now comes in a social worker. Her name is Brenda, I think. Mm -hmm. And she's going to interview Aaron. This is the big the big thing that they showed in the, all the previews. He tells her. Now, we don't get to see it. They did not videotape the interview. Right. But so she's telling Dennis what happened. He says, my daddy shot my mom in the stomach. And she's like, oh, my God. Then she says, well, what was your mommy wearing? And Aaron got really quiet and whispered, red blood. So basically, Aaron is Danny from The Shining, Correct. and we are all going to get killed by a hedge maze. Come and play with us, Danny. And I don't yeah. know how to feel about that. Now, a lot of people on Twitter were very upset at the social worker. They felt like she was way too dramatic, like she was auditioning for a community theater play. I did not have a problem with her. I don't and have I that usually problem. have a problem. 
But you I do. Did, I didn't. Um, she's a little dramatic at that one moment, but it was a pretty dramatic thing. That's the big story. It's a big thing that happened. You have a kid whispering this. Yeah. And also the fact that he whispered everything he's... I mean, this whole thing is just creepy. Yes. And she's obviously still so upset by it that she's like crying to Dennis, recounting this thing that happened 25 years ago. So like a four-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Three and a half. So it's terrible. Yeah. The police believe Aaron's story. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and I know I've talked a lot of smack in the past about children and their false memories and that they can be little liars because of their imagination. I obviously don't think that all the time. Again, save your letters. I totally believe Aaron and I believe most children, but there's occasionally I think they can fabricate things in their heads. I feel like you believe half of children. I believe half of children. Sure. Yeah. Also, the fact that this happened what 24 hours 48 hours after right this is very shortly after this yeah. is like there was no time for him to be fed a lot of information right that's the big thing is people say because there's no video we don't know how much they fed him stuff but so all we're getting is brenda if i'm assuming that they just came in and asked him right away and he said brought that up like i would believe that I don't know where right. else he would have gotten that from a right. movie or something. I don't know. Um, right. But I I believe him. And I believe most children. Don't re-listen to old episodes. Kimberly is in... This is new Kimberly. New year, new her. New, <laughs> new phone, face, who dis. who dis. Yeah, new face, who dis. And she is believing all children. I believe 85% of children on Dateline. I don't know how to dig myself out of this hole that I've not- put myself in. The hole's in. The hole's there. You have to just keep going and pretend pretend like you didn't do it. If someone came up to me on the street and they said something horrible happened to them, I would believe them. Let's just say that. But this is Dateline. This is a whole nother story. This is Dateline. It's not real. Oh, wait. It's <laughs> oh, wait. It's real. totally real. Um, <laughs> the craziest of the crazy stories. Is it? Okay. This story is crazy. This story is crazy. So press on. So I believe Aaron. Just want to hashtag believe Aaron. Okay. Um, even Mike's aunt and uncle, who are blood related to Mike, think that Mike is a killer and that he killed Bonnie. But here's who doesn't believe that he killed Bonnie. Bonnie's mom. Here's the funny thing about Bonnie's mom. She doesn't believe that Aaron was lying about seeing his dad shoot his mom. She doesn't believe he ever said that. To the cops or the social worker. That's right. She believes that they made she that thinks, up. Yes, because she was in the room for part of the interrogation, and then she stepped out, and that's when he said, my dad shot my mom, red blood, red rum, red rum. But she thinks that they're in cahoots or something and are making this up, which yeah. makes no sense to me because, A, the social worker is on Dateline 25 years later crying because right. she has PTSD over mm-hmm. this invest interrogation that happened 25 years ago. And also, they didn't get anywhere with this. So right after they get this, they fully admit there's still nothing we can do to arrest him because it's all circumstantial. We can't go on the word of a three-and-a-half-year-old. So why would they lie and make up this whole thing? They still can't arrest Mike. Yeah. It makes no sense. Bonnie's mom, you have some explaining to do. Correct. The police think that Aaron might be in danger because of what he witnessed. 
which is also BS because they think he might be in danger. He might be killed by his dad, but that's still not enough to arrest the dad. Yeah, that I don't checks get out. That, but all right. So Aaron lives with his aunt and he's allowed supervised visits with his dad, but apparently he would freak out every time the dad would come over. Yeah. So that's telling. The aunt decides to put him into foster care. And that sounds horrible. There were a lot of Judge Judy's on Twitter about this. But putting him into foster care was the only way to stop the visitations with the dad. And it was a way to, like, let Aaron heal and move on. And I think probably it was good for Aaron to not be around the aunts who were probably crying and arguing about the dad killing the mom and why can't they arrest him. And it was probably a very dramatic stressful household to be in i think that well and the aunt sorry whose name is liz what what liz said was that she was also not equipped to take him at that time she was not expecting to have a three and a half year old come into her life and so she said that her health was suffering her family was suffering from the stress of then having this child who possibly just witnessed his mother be murdered which is unbelievably traumatic she couldn't handle it right so she you know what honestly it was those Judge Judy's on Twitter need to back off because that decision probably did not come easy to her. Right. But it was absolutely the right decision that she made. She did it in the best interest of that yeah. kid. I think all just, the way around. Sound, just hearing his mother died and his family members were not willing to take him, that sounds very bad. And that's why people were judging. But it was actually in the best interest of the child. No, and listen so, to the episode. They Dateline sh- lays it out that it, this is the right decision yeah. that they made. And Liz is there talking this about it. This wasn't like some random great. foster family that was shady or anything. They, and let these were Liz, really good people. Let Liz still be his aunt. She was still his aunt growing up. He knew yeah. who his family was. The, the family didn't shun the his real family no yeah they just let him live a a better life for him yeah i think it was a rough decision but it was turned out for the best it really did yeah so aaron is taken in by this foster mom and he looks so much happier in all the photos he's like smiling it's he's still rocking the bowl cut though which i was like hmm. i know i called I, her mommy jean her name mommy, was jean right mommy yeah. jean i wish had had maybe changed the haircut a little sooner because he wears it for a few more years. Yeah, trying to grow out a bowl cut. That it's, uh, and it's probably know. awkward. Maybe you just shave but it and start that over. Was, I think that was the kid look for that era. I think you're forgetting. You're right. It was Mikey likes it. Yeah, I think period. that was it. it was no, like it was 93, though. Bowl cut or nothing sometimes. In 93? I don't know. Maybe I gotta not look in at a California, fashion magazine. But in Florida, maybe. Hmm. Florida? Hit me up. Yep. Uh, after six months or so, Aaron started to mention to the foster mom that his dad had shot his mom. He starts talking about it more and more. And the foster mom would write down what he was saying. Sometimes he would dictate to her stuff and she would write it down. There's a video of Aaron reading the journal that he dictated. And he's like five now, maybe six. I don't know. I don't know age. And Mm -hmm. he's reading the thing that he kind he had her write. And it says... I do not want dad to kill other people. Um, he's giggling and smiling, which is really strange. Really but hard. you just know, like, he's been through so much. So these, I don't blame him for having strange reactions. And I think he's nervous and embarrassed. And, you know, he's, and he's being recorded. You know, he's on video. It's 
a whole awkward situation. And so. it's also 1993, so the video camera is not like a phone. It's like a <laughs> giant setup on a tripod right. with like this VHS mm-hmm. tape player. Yeah. But also, I think he doesn't even, he understands kind of what the words mean. But I think he, when you're that age, you sort of think maybe this has happened to everyone. Like you right. don't understand quite the level of what has happened Got to yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. So the journal says, dad killed mom and threw her pocketbook away in a dumpster. I mm-hmm. did think that was funny because I didn't think kids say pocketbook, but maybe she just wrote that when she was trying to translate. I think Jean wrote saying. pocketbook. Yeah. yeah. I was like, that's a Jean word. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it says he buried my mom. We digged it the mm-hmm. hole. So that's definitely from a kid. Uh, he starts asking his foster mom if she can take him out and go look for Bonnie. Which is so sad. So sad. They're like going on trips, driving around town in his little car seat looking for his mom. And then on one day when they're about to go look for her, he runs out to the backyard and he grabs a shovel so they can dig for her. It's unreal. He even goes on these trips with the cop, Robbie, because he's still in touch with the cop. So he'd strap him into the car seat and drive him around. I mean, mm-hmm. how much therapy do we think Aaron is going to need? All, the, all. All of all. the therapies. A-L-L. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, speaking of therapy, oh. if you're stressed that they're only going to show your 80s hair photo on your Dateline episode, we have an offer that can help. Better help counseling with a licensed therapist in the privacy and safe space of your own home you can confidentially text chat phone or video with a counselor this is available worldwide so our listeners in canada who are stressed about all the moose and about degrassi ending you can enjoy the service too they have counselors that are specialized in family issues anxiety grief they can help you with all of your dateline and non-dateline related issues And if you don't like your counselor for any reason, you can switch to a new one at no additional charge. Love that. It's very affordable, and they can even offer financial help if you qualify for it, which I think is amazing. Yeah. A Date with Dateline listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code Dateline. So get started today. Go to betterhelp.com forward slash Dateline. That's betterhelp.com forward slash Dateline. You just fill out a questionnaire and they assess your needs and then they match you with a counselor that you'll love. This episode is sort of a testament to therapy and why we all need it and to deal with our past and our family issues Mm -hmm. and everyone can use the help, guys. So get started with BetterHelp. Now... Thank goodness Aaron is flourishing in his foster family. They love him. They want to adopt him. So Aaron's aunt has her sister legally declared dead so that they can legally adopt him, which must have been heartbreaking for her to have to do that. And that's real love. Yes. I think she did show a lot of selflessness. Um, Selflessness? Self. Yes. The opposite of selfish. She was listful and self selfless. She was list listing list. She wanted listfully looking out the window, thinking of being selfless. Mm-hmm. She there was hoping to be selfless. So Aaron's sister also sues Mike. She was list listening for some money, and <laughs> so they're suing for the wrongful death of Bonnie. They yeah. win twenty six million dollars. But as Dennis calls it, it's fantasy money. Yeah. It's like Monopoly money. It means nothing because... It proves a point. Mike doesn't have it, and it right. proves a point. Yeah. 
So Mike had moved to Montana and has remarried. Because why shouldn't he get to be happy in all this? Oh, my God. So Moved it, to Montana? I thought he moved to North Carolina. First, he moved to Montana. He was oh. later, there's North Carolina. But I see. He, fa- he, got, he created a new family for himself. And it seems like, I don't want to prejudge. I don't want to judge Mike too hard, even though he's obviously a murderer. But it doesn't seem like he fought that hard to keep Aaron but I guess he was kind of fighting because that's why they had to get him into the foster care to end the visitations. I mean, he was still going to visit him, even though Aaron clearly did not want to see him. That becomes more about a pride thing, I think, at that point. Oh, like, he's happens, my boy, and I'm gonna... It's a blood thing. I've seen it a couple of times, like, where it it's not the point. It's not the point if you're a terrible parent. Right. The point is they're yours. Yeah. It becomes something that's mine. We've mm. run up against that a couple mm. times in Dayline. Yes. Yeah, that drives me nuts. Totally. So Aaron grows up, and he is a very nice young man. He's now 30. He got married. He has a poodle, I think. It <laughs> was not a poodle? I did not see a poodle. He's walking a poodle, oh. like a black poodle with the poof. The poof tail. I love black poodles. I love yeah, those. Gorgeous. Um, he has no memory of his mom or his dad, and he doesn't remember telling the social worker about the murder. He doesn't remember driving around in the car looking for his mom. He wow. they tell him, like his aunt and everyone, the detectives, they tell him that he was involved in this case, but he doesn't rem- remember anything from before he was like four or five. Hmm. Which makes sense to me, because when you're a kid, you remember something that happened yesterday. You are still a cognitive person that remembers things. But once you get older, you don't remember the things from before you're a certain age, most of the time. Which is, I think, clearly what Mike is banking on, right? Because that's one thing that, like, I've heard a bunch is, like, you don't remember things before you're three years old. Yeah. You don't remember, you don't remember. Now, you were dropped on your head as a baby. I don't remember it. Residual issues from that, as our Patreon listeners just found out. Yeah. Um, So it's buried deep. It's buried deep. Even if he was like eight when it happened, I think you could still have buried it like subconsciously to forget it since it was so traumatic. But it does make sense totally that he just wouldn't remember anyways because he was three and a half years old. I don't remember anything from when I was three and a half years old. So. Okay. He is still close to the detective, which I love. Isn't yeah, that Robbie, so cute? Robbie He's like an uncle picture. to him. Yes. Yeah. He becomes the owner of Mike and Bonnie's house after the lawsuit. So that was something good that came out of the when lawsuit. When he's 17. When he's 16. early. 16. 16, yeah. yeah. Now, he doesn't want the house, but he needs to update it to sell it. So he mm-hmm. starts to do repairs. He decides to fill in the pool which I was mm-hmm. horrified by because I would give anything for a pool. Oh. And also your own personal pool, that is like heaven to me. That is a pool with no one else's Band-Aids and dead skin cells in it. It's just your Band-Aids and dead skin cells. That's a dream. Yeah. And he's just filling it up. Aaron and his brother-in-law, Thad. Yeah, Thaddeus. Thaddeus Maximus. Thaddeus. They decide to do the work on the house themselves to save some money. So they rent the equipment to do the work, and they're not that good at it, I guess. Maybe they were really good. They just had an accident. Anyways, it's very fortuitous because Uh they hit a water pipe, and they have to dig around to find the leak. They start digging with shovels. 
Is anyone else feeling goosebumps right now? Oh, my God. Aaron hits a bag with what he thinks is a coconut inside. I can't. And as Dennis says, it wasn't a coconut. Oh, my gosh. He looks in the hole where they were digging and he sees teeth. Oh, my God. And then he looks back at the coconut and he sees the eye socket. Oh, my God. And he realizes it's his mother's skull that he's holding. So, as Jenna says... Oh, don't. Save it. Save it for quotes. Okay, I'll save it for quotes. Save it for quotes, because it's my favorite. Yeah, it's so good. Um, So, as Aaron says to Jenna, this is Aaron's personality. He says, it was odd to be the one that found her. Oh, my gosh. His dad was monotone in a weird way. Aaron is just super subdued yes. and mild mannered, mm-hmm. and he's. I it's very. I think it's very endearing, but he just says it's very odd that I was the one that found her. That's like not odd. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. It's the universe coming it's together, a twist of fate. full yeah. circle, mm-hmm. full circle. That yeah. he was searching as a child with a shovel, and then. Yep. 20 years later, he actually found her with a shovel. Yeah. Like, it's It's cr- unbelievable. Crazy. He calls his mom, the his foster mom who adopted him, who he calls his mom. But I'm just saying that because so you don't get think Bonnie was a ghost. Mama Jean. called the ghost. He calls Mama Jean and she, she calls Detective Robbie and she says, you need to get over here right now. He found Bonnie's body in the backyard. And Robbie says he was arguing with her. Like, no, that can't be. I checked the backyard. Like, you obviously didn't check hard enough because she's there. So That would just kill, wouldn't it? Oh, it's he starts crying. Robbie is crying, talking to Dennis about how he missed it. And he feels terrible because he would rather have he found her and not this poor son having to find his that own mother. That was the sweetest thing for me. Like... Was that... He was crying because it was emotional, but it was also like, I can't believe it was him. Yeah. It was the thing he was trying to protect him from, Mm -hmm. partially. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, he could have found her 20 years earlier and 25 years earlier. And How bad would you feel? And the guy has been wandering the streets and got married again when he could have been in jail. But now this is what I was... I was confused about this. Now, had he built an outdoor shower on top of the body? Yes. So on Dateline Twitter, um, Dateline producer on Twitter said that Mm -hmm. there was a shower with a thick wooden floor over it. And there were a bunch of cans of bleach stacked on top of that. Bottles of bleach. So he said it didn't seem weird that someone would have thought to not like look under the shower. So it was an odd placement. There's when also did he the possibility, the we don't, I don't know. And there's also the possibility, which a few people threw out, which is that maybe he put her somewhere else. And then after they searched the house, he buried her in the backyard. Very astute. So that's a good, that's a good point. Okay. There are tons of woods behind the house and by around the town. It's Florida. So there's like lots of areas you could probably hide a body. It's, there's yeah. a lot of brush and things like that. The so, red roof in. Exactly. So he could have taken her somewhere else and hidden her there for a little bit. And then after they checked the backyard, put her there. And then put it and then built a shower on top. Exactly. That's possible. Now, they finally are able to arrest Mike. And when they bring him in and they tell him, well, so this is about Bonnie. We found her body. 
He has no reaction. No reaction. No, like does not, not nope. even blink. Nope. And he just says, I won't make any statement about it. Like he's a celebrity with a baby bump. He's yep. not going to make any statement at this time. Thank you. So it goes to trial. The social worker takes the stand. She did mm. a good job. Aaron takes the stand, and he's not talking about what happened when he was a kid because he doesn't remember it, but he's talking about when he found her remains. And he yeah. says, I called my mom, who I refer to as my mom, which Aww. was real. I know, it was really sweet. Um, and the prose- or the defense did not cross-examine him, which I thought was really smart because he's no. really a sympathetic witness, and that would have been a bad look for them. Yeah. Mike's Absolutely. attorney, who looks like, oh, a librarian or somebody. She's wacky looking. There's something she off. Looks, like, What do you think she looks eyes, like? Her eyes are too big for her head, and she has sort of like this crazy black bun that's like... Yeah, that's why I said librarian. It's like an old school librarian. Not like one of those that's going to take out the bun and be sexy in the movies. No, like but, a librarian that's definitely going to come back and haunt you in a bad way. Yes. Yes, and like come back and whisper in your ear about the Dewey Decimal System <laughs> while you're trying to sleep. You are ten days late returning that book. This like you owe me fourteen cents. <laughs> Literally the most boring ghost that yeah. could ever haunt someone. But she's she does look a little. She looks a little wacky. That's a tenth edition copy of Flowers in the Attic. Signed by V.C. Andrews. <laughs> um, also, why is um, Isaac Mizrahi's brother defending Mike, the murderer, as well? What? Yeah, that was strange. Mizrahi. Well, it, it's not Isaac Mizrahi, but it's like Edwin Mizrahi. So it's... Could it, he but really if you be just, related, do you think? It's a very, it's, it can't be that common of a name, is it? I heard Isaac Mizrahi several times, and I'm like, it's not Isaac Mizrahi. No. I kept like looking, and it's not. But it's close enough that I kept being like, what? No. I hate that suit. Change your tie. <laughs> oh, my God. If it was a relative of Isaac Mizrahi, he needed to step in in multiple points during this trial. So to help Jan- to help Janice the attorney. Isaac the, is watching at bun. home and saying you really let me down, bro. This you shamed the Mizrahi f- fortune. Why does that bun on top of the head turn bad? There's an age when it becomes Cuz when you're younger, it look like a little kid, it's adorable. It's like a little ballerina girl. Yeah. And I think even now like the top knot sometimes is really cute. Um yeah. I think the bangs play a factor, and I think how well it's done is plays a factor. If it's slicked back, is different than hers was kind of wild, like she might have a pencil stuck in there. Like she might have a dagger stuck in there, and someone's Your book like, is five days late. I cut you for it. Oh, wait, sorry. That's my dagger. I meant this. <laughs> I need this pen. Sorry. Um, I need to write down your name in the back, the card catalog. Okay, so the lawyer, Mike's lawyer, she has- one of the BSES BSs of all defense lawyers. Yeah, she does. She said, how do we know daddy hurt mommy? Maybe daddy hurt mommy's feelings. No. Maybe you hurt my feelings, lady Janice. I've got hurt feelings. I've got hurt feelings. That statement I found offensive and hurtful. To my intellect and my 
whole being. Now, usually when you hurt someone's feelings, they don't wind up covered in red blood or buried in the backyard. Unless I've been hurting people's feelings wrong this entire time. No, I think you've been doing it right. I think I'm pretty good at hurting people's feelings. And they don't wind up buried in the backyard. It's true. They never seem to defend that point. I got to admit, I they don't even patronize us with a defense like a stranger kidnapped her, murdered her, then snuck into the backyard when Mike wasn't there and buried her and then framed it on him. It's just... They just give up. They just ignore it, that part. No, it's just that he remembered it wrong. But then they don't interview no, him. No, but they found the body. They don't explain how they found that body. That would be too much dignity to give to us. Yeah. No, they're not doing that. But if they did, I would just roll my eyes. So that's why I'm saying I'm kind of grateful. Wait, are we sure they didn't give a defense like that and we just didn't hear it? It's possible Dateline did not want to offend our senses. Maybe they did. I think what their theory is, is that someone else did it. Yeah. And put her in the backyard. And then they point to this letter that we are just Mm. hearing about for the first time Mm -hmm. that kind of could go along with that theory, which is this letter that the police department got three years after the murder that says Bonnie is buried in the backyard. Bring a dog with you. Hurry. Did they not have dogs the first time? Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. Hmm. I think Dateline producer said on Twitter that he wasn't sure. There was no Hmm. like file record of if they had dogs the first time. Hmm. So the letter... I guess a theory could be that it was Mike somehow thinking, I don't know what he would be thinking, like it would throw them off the track, or if he they he preemptively got them to find the body, that would... I don't really understand how that would work. But the other theory would be, I guess, mm-hmm. that he had somehow spilled it to somebody, a bartender, or like a buddy when they were drinking, or... Yeah. Maybe he was dating at that time, his new girlfriend. I was thinking about that, an, an ex, someone he dated, mm-hmm. but I think you're looking at a buddy. Mm. I think you're looking at a buddy, or I think you're looking at Bonnie's dad. Bonnie's because, dad. Yes, because he didn't want to go against Bonnie, his wife, Bonnie's mom, who believed Mike. Who's an idiot. So, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, she's grieving. Sorry. Apologies. So he finally, well, she's wrong. She can That's be wrong and grieving. Yeah. yeah, but she's not an idiot. She's a grieving mom. That's right. all I'm going to say. Yeah. But also she's wrong. But but I she think... didn't seem like the kind of pushy wife that like wouldn't let the dad have his own opinions. Did she seem like that to you? Well, uh, in the Again, in the 50 seconds <laughs> that I got to know her. Snap judgments. This is what we do here. Through what? Yeah, I know. I can't make a snap judgment on her. I don't know. I wish we would have met the dad. Yeah. He, oh, no. You know what? You're. This is why that's not right is because Dateline... T- producer i got so much info from dateline producer um on twitter he was an a navy man the dad so then that this definitely could be him because this reads like a telegram i don't know why that makes sense because <laughs> because in the navy <laughs> they the navy. say yes. we are the we are navy stop yeah yeah germans approaching stop yeah world war Two. stop can i ask you an important question why does mike turn into william hurt when he enters the court you saw that too so i was like insane i was the big chill 
all of a sudden. I 1000% thought I was going to say that and you were going to give me your usual, no, no he doesn't, you're crazy, no. and I was going to have to prove myself with a side-by-side. They are doppelgangers. It's nuts. But he doesn't, but why is it when he's, when we see Mike, first of all, he's three different people in this episode. 1000%, yes. In 1993, he's one person mm-hmm. with porno stash. Yeah. In Whenever he's arrested, 2015. Yeah. Whenever he's arrested for the murder, he is a completely different person mm-hmm. with like a receding hairline. Yeah. Like that, you know, what's it called? Around the edge when right. it's just hair yeah. in the, you I know, know what you're semi-bald. Saying. Yes. And then he turns into William Hurt and suddenly he has hair on the top of his head. Well, somebody thought it was toupees. <laughs> like three toupees. That's a great toupee. But they still thought there was the hair missing in the back. But also the forehead was still quite receded, but with but not hair. like what it was. In, so he maybe he got hair plugs. Maybe can he you got do plugs. a side by side by side? Yeah, and can we see if they actually arrested the right I'm man? I'm also going to they... do a side by side of him and William Hurt in a collage yeah. and yeah. see if people can guess which one is him and which one is William Hurt. He's wearing do the William Hurt from not the Big Short. What is it? Uh, my favorite one, the Children of a Lesser God. No, no, no. He's older. It's the financial one that I love on HBO. Oh, too, um, too Big to Fail? Too Big to Fail. Do him in that one. Because yeah. he wears glasses the whole time in that one. Mm-hmm. And he wears glasses in trial. The problem so. is I'm only going to get him in trial or uh, when he's in handcuffs. So that might be a dead giveaway. I'll work some, I'll do some things. But Are it's... you that good at Photoshop now? No. That you can do some things? Okay, no. but it made it sound like you were. No. I believed you for I can't, half a second. I can't do anything. And what I could do would take me like four weeks. We can't afford Adobe Illustrator. So you will be, yeah. we can only afford the, the editing software, but not Illustrator. I got some really cheapo weird version that makes it seem like it's going to crash my computer every time I try to do a photo Oh, it edit. probably is. Because it's some like off-brand free version that I don't even know what I'm doing. Don't so, we have a Photoshop we can borrow from someone? Anybody? See that in but then they'd have to quotes. teach me how to use it. I don't know how to use no, it. No, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing on no. that. That thing scares me. They're like layers. And I'm like, what's a Nope. No, thank you. By the way, the funniest part of CrimeCon was the owl theory lawyer not being able to figure out how to do his PowerPoint presentation <gasps> and kept saying it was broken, that the, the remote was broken. <laughs> It wasn't. He just couldn't do it. And then he would scroll past the picture he wanted like five times and then have to go back to it. it he was, didn't practice? No. He need like five oh. different times. He's like, this thing is just not not working. Um, That's Michael Scott. They didn't Scott. give him a tech guy or anything. It was That's so Michael Scott sad. when he has to do Ryan's PowerPoint. And he's like, open, register. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but he, this was so basic. It was literally like five slides. Uh-uh. And he kept going past the one he wanted, or he couldn't get it to go, and then he tried to shine the red laser light on it. It wasn't even PowerPoint. It was like those scans. What is it called? Like the uh, projection with like the thing. It was, But they didn't – I wrote my comments. I filled out the questionnaire saying I really enjoyed the panel, but please give this guy a tech guy. Okay, so the police, when they got this letter, didn't go back to the backyard. And they tried, but they weren't granted another search warrant. That's what they said on Twitter. That's what the producer said. So. Oh. Right. So they wanted to go. It's not like they were being lax on it. They just 
the letter was there is a body. That's all. Like didn't say how they knew or any details that made there it is sound a body. Like, Thank you. Good night. Good night. Okay. The judge was probably like, that's not enough. I can't just have you dig up these people's backyard when we don't really know anything. So well, I bet that if you'd asked the son's permission, who was the rightful owner of the home, but not three years after the murder, then he was only six years old. But wasn't he still the rightful owner then? Mm, or did well, he not get rightful owner until that lawsuit was won? I think it was the lawsuit that made it so that he would get it when he turned 16, I, I think. See. Also, the spacing was so weird on this letter that might have been why the judge didn't take it seriously. Because it was like, dear police, Bonnie in backyard, huge oh. space. It was, yeah. it was like a telegram. You're right. Um, so Mike takes the stand, totally looking like William Hurt, totally mm-hmm. monotone, just like she left. I didn't know where she was. But monotone, but then with a southern drawl. Sometimes. That was surprising to me. Yeah. Because all of a sudden, because Dennis said he was very monotone, and I expected him to open his mouth and be like William Hurt. Man, I love the big chill. Sorry. <laughs> I know you won't leave me. I watched that over. And I didn't over know and if over. you I even knew who William Hurt was. Is it Hurt or Hurt? Hurt. You're thinking of John Hurt. I am. John Hurt. There's a John Hurt, a John Hurt, and a William Hurt. And we're gonna need a chart, a yeah. flow chart, and a PowerPoint. I'm gonna do it this all. Who's who? Okay. Okay. It's a lot of work. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna be very busy this weekend. So. Yeah. Talk to you on Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. I expect it to be finished. <laughs> I'm going to have to download Excel. <laughs> the, the, I'm going to have to borrow Excel yeah, exactly. from me. Then you would have a, a code. The prosecutor then starts screaming at Mike, which I thought mm-hmm. was kind of funny. You didn't call her mom, even though she was missing. And he's like, I called her the next day. And he's like, after they found her purse in a dumpster, you called her. And I honestly thought he was going to do the, you're out of order. This whole oh, courtroom is out of order. Because he was pumped. Yeah, he was. So Mike is sitting there when they're about to read the verdict. Should we talk about his tie now? Who? Mike's tie and the juror. Maybe oh. later? I don't remember Mike's tie. I remember the juror because it was a strong paisley. I thought it looked like sperm or plasma. Or... That's called paisley. It's a name of a young girl. Also the name of a pattern. It looked like amoebas were crawling all over his tie. Have you never seen paisley before? It was so big and bright that I didn't, I thought it looked like something that you'd see under a microscope. Uh, <laughs> terrible. No, so Mike's tie, mm-hmm. I'm, I'll send you a picture. Actually, okay. I'm going to send you a picture right now. Whoa, why? Just what is it? Because I have it and I'm ready for it. So why not? It's that serious. You're leaving nothing for fashion police. Why well, I'll send it to you, you now this? and then we can discuss it. Deal. So they find him guilty. After very little deliberation. And, okay, so he is found guilty, obviously. Mm -hmm. But what's interesting is he gets a harsher sentence because he murdered Bonnie in front of 
the sun. Yeah. Which I weird. didn't know was a thing. It's apparently if you kill someone in front of a family member, you get a harsher sentence. But the harsher sentence is life in prison, which should have been the sentence anyways. Instead of what? Yeah. yeah. What was the alternative? Well, it Half is Florida. They like so to what? let people off for murder. 30 years? What was he going to get? I don't know. I would like to know the alternative. He was going to go hang out with Casey Anthony. Um, so Bonnie's mom says the... Th- <laughs> Bonnie's mom. She says the thing <laughs> that she... <laughs> the thing that she misses most about Bonnie is the children that Bonnie never had. Which WTF, Bonnie had a child and you did not believe him. Yeah, she wanted a good child, not that one that lied. Yeah. <laughs> not that one that lied about her precious, precious yeah. son-in-law. Not that who would never be a murderer. Liar. Yeah. <laughs> what no. is? She? Okay. Not that one with the hippie haircut. <laughs> Maybe that's what her problem is. Yeah. So Dennis then calls Aaron. He's so proud of Aaron. He calls him an agent of justice, which I Aww. think is a show on the CW. Or it's going to be D- trademark. Uh, B-roll Bonanza. Yes, ma'am. Okay. We have cow B-roll. And I literally just added it to the new bingo cards that are just released at CrimeCon. They will be released to everyone online soon. I put in cow slash horse B-roll. That's good. Um, So Mike's aunt and uncle did have a beautiful home on the Mm -hmm. water. You bet. But when they go to the uncle's office. Uncle Bernie's office, which is should be its own show. Now, I'm so glad you saw it because you missed that crazy um, pathologist from a few weeks ago who I had ma- the crazy, like, hoarder office. Not even that. I wrote it down. That's amazing. I wrote Uncle Bernie's messy office. What? There's what? <laughs> There's like takeout containers behind him in, in a box. Oh, yeah. And then there's a red solo cup lying on its side. Oh, oh he did Clean not up. give any kind of care that Dateline was coming. Was just like, this is how I live. I'm a real estate magnet or whatever. He's not. He does. I think it's he like a, a moving company or like a warehouse a or moving, something. I'm a successful moving I company think it's like a in the heating Jacksonville and, air, and Tallahassee area. I, He's doing great. I clean up my apartment if the Jehovah's Witness come by. So I don't know what he's thinking if he's going on TV like that, but more power to you. Uh, so then there's um, a, fo- a photo of Bonnie looking super 80s. But here's what's funny about Bonnie, this picture. She's work- She's like in what appears to be a cave of some sort. Mm. She's well. spelunking. In an 80s working girl, let the river run power suit. I don't have any questions, Your Honor. Okay. That seems right to me. Okay. Um, uh, What I do have questions about is her Christmas morning attire, which Mm. consists of a red silky nightshirt, like a satin. Do you think it was too sexy? Well, it was like, I thought she was wearing heels for a second because it was like this sort of satin red oh, nightshirt. Like she should have a gold martini? Hoops and like maybe some makeup. But this red silken nightshirt, new mom. And I was like, wow, I don't, wow. So she did, but she seemed very stylish. Like, she was. There are yeah. no pictures. If I mean, she's stylish for the time. 
Mm-hmm. Now it's questionable. But she looks well, great. Well, yeah, that's every like, era, right? Yeah. yeah. She never had pictures of her looking not put together. And so I think she is one of those people, like the lady on the tractor last week who put on makeup when she would go out on the tractor. Love that. I, my, our quotes. We have some good quotes. Yeah, we do. One from Dennis. They're all, they're all from Dennis because Dennis is enough. So... This is the moment that you asked me to wait for. When Aaron finds the skull mm-hmm. in the backyard and he picks it up. The coconut skull. The coconut skull. And Dennis says, Aaron, like Hamlet, was holding the skull. Which kills me. And it's so amazing. I was. I don't know if I've ever been happier with Dennis. I I'm was not lie to you. thrilled. Yeah. I mean, it was such a sad moment, and yet I was beaming because mm-hmm. he's. I almost wanted Dennis to go into to be or not to be. Do you think that Dennis has ever performed? I a do. Soliloquy. I actually okay. kind of think he might have done some Shakespeare. Oh, I'd really we like should that. have asked him. Well, I'll ask Natalie think? Bannon. She has a lot of background info on Dennis. I would like to see Dennis as a good Falstaff. Do you think he can do mm-hmm. comedy? Dennis can do anything. Dennis can do the tragedy, the tragedy plays. He can do the love plays. Could could Dennis play evil? Could he play could Iago? He play, could, Iago? Yeah. Could we have him in Julius Caesar? Could we have him in a history? Yeah. Could he be in a history, a tragedy? King um, John? I think he could do it all. I think he I could think we do should go the Tempest. Through- and list who we think would play what in Shakespeare and everyone would be bored to tears. <laughs> <laughs> it would be the most least like post on Instagram ever. It would get like yeah. three likes. No. It would be your dad, another mutual friend of ours. There's a very Snooze. specific group of our listeners that would like it. Snooze and sh- fest. Most would not. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian's unhappy being on Dateline and now associated with murder. I, um, Hamlet. Red Ro- Red Robin Inn. What's that place called? Red Roof Inn. Red Roof Inn. Hands down. Um, Backyards. William Hurt. Outdoor br- showers. Yeah, poor v- William Hurt. This is not Christmas. That Christmas just, video just was childhood. Ch- Three year cuts. olds bowl cuts. Yeah. Mickey liked it. Um, Mickey liked it. <laughs> it's all bad. It's just. Horrible. What was the present that he got in that video? Speaking of B-roll. So we get to see this Christmas video of him like getting some present that he's so excited about. And he goes and hugs his mom. And it's seriously, if we're moving on to precious moments, by the way, that is that one killed me because hmm. he's so happy with the present. And he just goes and runs and hugs his mom. And I'm like, really? You're going to show us this? Thanks, and it's Dave very I. clearly shortly before she disappeared. Oh, yeah. There's, he's the same. But there's also one where he's like talking to his daddy and he's being like, daddy, like that's, mm-hmm. oh no, no, Mm-mm. no. They There's this, you know that dad who killed the mom and the two children? Um, I can't think of the name right now. Susan Powell? That's not right. Mm. I'm maybe thinking of Susan Powder. Um, but <laughs> Stop the insanity. Yeah. But uh, they keep they always show this clip where the little girl's riding in the back seat and she's saying, "My daddy's a hero." Oh, like gosh. he killed them. It's the worst thing ever. Why do they keep showing us that? Um, we're already heartbroken. Oh. Uh, Joan Rivers, Fashion Police. 
The yeah, aunt is classy, but she has on animal print. Um, Are you talking about Liz? She uh, Yes. The scarf is animal print. And I just Doesn't... have to point it out, even though I it didn't bother me at all. For bingo. Yeah, no, it's just for bingo. It didn't bother me. But Aunt Liz also has this sheet of gorgeous hair that is like the perfect, like she's never dyed it. Like it's that silver gray. Looks really pretty. She has really Wait, long who, hair. Who, which Liz? Who's Liz? The aunt that decided to give him to foster care. Oh, that's not who I was talking about. I was talking, talking about, about the aunt and uncle that are Mike's. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, she did have animal print. I think actually Liz had animal print as well at one point. Oh, but the really the hair stole the show in this episode. Just all uh, the bull the bull cut stole the bull cut, the half mullet without the party in the back, the the Robbie's the haircut, toupee. the maybe three toupees on top toupee, of each other, toupee gate, mm-hmm, and maybe um. The the ant's haircut in that news footage was the insane, and yeah. so really just out just all everyone had hair, like Can lots we... of hair things going on. So the interesting, I just want to briefly touch on the bowl cut specifically because mm-hmm. the bowl cut was like many different bowls at different points. Yeah, you at one point it was like done... uneven, like it was high. Yes, was it a tilted bowl? Several points. Was it like it a soldier's uneven. helmet that was tilted to the side? Jauntily? I think what you're looking at here is you need to cut a child's hair when he's asleep because a oh. wiggly kid mm. and you stick a bowl on their head I and see. try to cut, especially if it's not a lot of hair, if you're just giving him a trim. Mm-hmm. Then you're cutting very little hair very close to a bowl mm-hmm. for a kid that's not sitting still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not going to be even. Okay. You're you're in trouble. Okay. No, that I did notice that, that it was. And also, what if, oh my gosh, I can't find the bowl. Then you use a different bowl. Slightly off. Now, but the thing about the bowl cut is it accentuates the line. The line is what's prominent. So that's mm-hmm. the most important part to get right is the straightness of the line. This is what I'm saying. I see. So, um, alternative theories. Maybe a stranger killed, and then maybe Mike wronged somebody in business, and then he killed her, and then buried her somehow in the backyard. Is that at all possible? No. Guessing no. no. Um, there, there was one theory that actually I thought was kind of crazy. That someone had on Twitter. Okay. I live for you for me. Said, I hope the, ch- the child didn't accidentally shoot his mom and dad was covering it up. No. But seriously, what if? I know. Because the kid said. But he said very specifically. Dad shot. Dad killed mom. And no one heard. The, dad, dad killed mom or shot mom? Killed mom and then. Um, Brenda, the social worker, said, with what or how? And he said, with a gun. So definitely mm. said, I think said killed. And but then, we didn't ever find oh, a no, gun? Oh, no, hurt mom with a gun. And then he said he shot her. And then where did he shoot her? In the, In stomach. the stomach. But we never found the gun. No. But he went out that night and drove to the dumpster and put the purse away. So he and then drove the, to the airport. So the and dumpster then put the car so, away. Yeah. Not sure how he got home from the airport. 
Um, he maybe took a cab and there's no records. There probably maybe weren't a lot of security cameras back then. Um, but if any, he yeah. threw the gun, I don't know, into a swamp or something and they never found it. Okay. Or what if he's actually a really nice guy covering up for his son who killed her by accident? He's not. He's not. No. Who then didn't fight for him and no. Yeah. Doesn't add up. No. Well, maybe that's why he was so traumatized about seeing his dad because it reminded him of the whole thing and he got it all twisted in his head. I don't know. It just is an interesting theory. I don't think it's true at all. I think he did I it. I think if your son accidentally shot your wife, you'd call the police. I don't think you wouldn't so. wouldn't bury her body in the backyard. Well, look at what we think happened with Jean Benet. Oh. We think the son did it and the parents... But the son was older. He was like eight or ten or something. Oh. I'll have to to look that up. Are you sure he was that young? Yeah. Can you ask? Can you ask? Echo, how old was um, JonBenet's brother when JonBenet was killed? Hmm. I'm not sure. I don't feel like that was a difficult question. Does Echo not know things? I think she like acts like she knows everything and she actually knows extremely little. Um, he was nine. I'm looking it up right now. Mm-hmm. He was only nine. Does mm. that change your thoughts on it? You thought he was like a teenager? No, I thought he was. A, he was nine. Mm hmm. I feel like that might be more apt to cover that up than if he was, like, a toddler. Oh, because I guess because you would think they would maybe let it go. Yeah, but then if he was nine, it would follow him for the rest of his life. If he's a toddler, it's a super accident. But if he's nine, he knows what he's doing. Oh. That's interesting. It's just hmm. it's just an interesting theory. But no, I believe him. I think he shot her. Um, I think he's a terrible person. Make no bones about it. Oh, no bones about it. Oh, God. Uh, um, titles. Oh, we didn't talk about the tie. So this will make sense. Okay, so... Adam, cut that out. We'll come back to it. So the tie, um... Are you sure it was important? I really didn't notice it at all. Everyone was talking about it on Twitter. Okay, what was it? Okay, so his tie is, um, it's done in such like, it was like Clark Kent was going to turn into Superman, but then changed his mind at the last oh, minute. Oh, I saw it. It was loosened. It, no, yeah. it wasn't just loosened. The collar part was buttoned mm-hmm. over the tie. So oh. the, t- the, the button part and the little wings... The hmm. wings were buttoned together over the top of the tie, which forced the tie into like a spine with scoliosis pattern. I hmm. apologize if that hurts anyone's feelings with scoliosis. Mm-hmm. It was it was nuts, and no one should have let that happen when he's about to find out if he's guilty. Like his lawyer should have fixed it. It was crazy time, and I don't even notice things like that. Especially if his lawyer is related in any way to Isaac Mizrahi. That's what I'm saying. That's embarrassing. Isaac yeah. is mad at what happened. Yeah. He said he will. The tie gate will never. 
it was no plus it was like dueling banjos because he had his crazy tie and then the the juror had like a nice plas pat whatever i thought it was um but with like a tie clip and it was very neatly done and like bold Mm -hmm. print and they were facing off and then the lawyer was reading with his tie to the crazy man's disheveled hot mess of a tie Mm. so my okay so titles dirty pool is excellent. Thank That's you. That's fantastic. Uh, tying up loose ends. Cause he, okay. I don't know, because he didn't. Mm-hmm. Can you dig it? Mm. Not, it's not good. Mm. Um, and then I was playing... No, it's bad. And a trip down memory... Pain? I don't know. What I, you doing? I was trying to do something with memory. Yeah. Jogging my memory. Because they kept, they did that whole quote at the beginning, memory. It was all about memories. It was all about memories. But I couldn't get anywhere. Midnight, not a sound. Sorry, done. Mm-hmm. All right, that's it. How about crime in the <gasps> coconut? Oh, I got it. What? Digging up memory lane. Oh, okay. That'll work. It's multi-layered. Okay, do yours. Um, I've got mommy wore blood. Which I feel like was awful. Oh my god. I know, it's sad. Now we um, need to I sing have... Annie. Sorry. <laughs> Why? Daddy Warbucks. Is that not what you were trying to do? It totally wasn't, but that uh, is much better. <laughs> is that not what you were going for? Nope, but I like that better, so I wrote that differently. <laughs> okay, how about I had, I had The Big Kill. Because instead of the William big Hurt, show. I gotcha. I'm trying to get something with bowl. I can't get it going. Bowling for Jackson. If anybody can get there, and then Bowling I have for m- memories. Bowling for no. justice. No. Bowled over. No, I tried. I've tried all of these. I have so many variations of bowl written down. I can't. It hurts me. And then I've got crime into coconut. It with put the crime, crime in the coconut. In the coconut. And Which is very sad because that coconut thing made me sad. I know, but I do like that song. I know. It's that, unfortunate. Yeah, it was really was t- terrible. Did Did you by any chance notice that the world's oldest man was in the courtroom? Behind, you were probably focused on the tie, but if you looked right to your left, there was a very, very, very old gentleman in a white suit. No. Who had some sort of apparatus in his ears. I think so he could hear in the courtroom. It was like a black, black earbuds attached to a large black circle. Huh. But he was very old. The only reason I noticed him is because he looked to be like close to a hundred. And I was wondering if that was Bonnie's dad. Did he look like a Navy man? No, he just looked old. (laughs) Oh. No, I'm saying that's why I was surprised. I was like, he's very, very old. This must be important to him for him to come all this way. Oh, wow. Maybe he was. Yeah. So you need to look at that in the courtroom the one who wrote the letter. sentenced. Did he, uh, maybe. What, did his eyes convey, I wrote a letter? He seemed resolute. And mm. maybe that's because he had just stood up. Mm. I, I need you, to, I need you just, to go and look. Well, if you're that, and he's if in a you're white 100... Suit. He looked standing up is something you need That's a lot of saying. resolution to do. That's why I said it. Just saying. I need you to go back and look at that B-roll. Okay, what do you have for Twitter? Did you find anything? Yeah, I did. Okay. Um, so, 
Miss, Mrs. International was the one who made the joke about this fool s- sitting in court with three toupees on and still has a large bald spot. And she said she counted three. And then said, telling... Three different toupees? Yeah, and then she said, uh, selling, telling bald-headed lies. Oh, there we go. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. But again, I don't want to shame bald men because I happen to really like bald men. So there you, you go. Do. There you go. Um... Here you go. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> okay. Uh, Jelaria said, "I know everyone grieves differently, but I really hope if I was murdered and my mom was asked what she missed most about me, her first thought wasn't all the kids she didn't have." No, but then she said, "Time missed." She said, "You can't get back the time. The time missed." Don't defend. She the mom. did say that. Okay. The mom doesn't believe. Sorry. Mom's not a believer. Kimsterical. Yes, guilty. Flush that turd. Wow. Now, turd, I did not know was making a comeback. Rebecca Crook said, this turd better not walk. Oh, so it is making a comeback. It is. I didn't know. Um, That girl from Texas, I wonder how some lawyers sleep at night. Maybe he hurt her feelings. Get the F out of here with that bullshiggity. Whoa. Maybe he, William, hurt her feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Maybe that's what that lawyer was talking about. When she's like, maybe, what did the kid say? He hurt mommy. Hurt Daddy hurt mommy. Yeah. Daddy, Daddy William hurt mommy. Hurt mommy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Melshi09 said, hey, your acrylic nails were survived for 20 plus years. Oh my god, that's da- that's scary. What do you think hair extensions? How long do they last? Well, if they're real hair, does hair last forever? Hair lasts a really, really long time, right? Yeah. But if it's fake plastic hair, well, if it's not biodegradable, I don't know what's going to happen to it. Yeah, that just goes in the landfill. There's way too much trash in the ocean, guys. Don't buy hair on Amazon. No. Uh, Mandy.murder. Um, Twitter, can we just all agree that if we murder our spouses, we'll make sure our kids aren't home? Wow. Yeah. I think that's a fair, like, we could all make that rule. My God. Uh, Kim Sterical again, had another great turn of phrase. Great googly moogly. He found her damn skull. I'm going to start saying great googly moogly. Okay. On the regular. Kristen said, oh no, sorry. Michelle Bond said, wasn't this a Black Mirror episode where the toddler witnessed something and the technology they allowed had the detectives to see what happened? I can't even read. Just skip that whole part. Cut okay. it out. It's not that good. Adventures in low vision. Dads with mustaches don't have a good track record. No. Um, the end table. You know. Although some- I think at some point every dad had a mustache. Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell Bob that it yeah. didn't look. He had a mustache for sure. And it was weird in the 80s. Oh, yeah. So did Forrest. But oh, his... Yeah. Was more like, oh, he recently said on Instagram that Tom Selleck w- might be my real dad. Yeah, and I believe it. I said who I said Happy Father's Day to my dad and whoever else my mom was sleeping with at the time. Wow! And he said it's either me or Tom Selleck. Wow! I, I can't Could go be wrong. Worse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the end table. You know something is wrong with me if you find my purse at a red roof end. <gasps> Oh, so that's a little shade towards Red Roof Inn. That's not nice. And Kristen said, 
watching Dateline and they found the victim's car at the airport. Just an FYI, if you ever find my car at the airport parking lot, just know I'm dead because I'm too cheap to pay 50 bucks a day to leave my car there. So someone murdered me and put my car there. Thanks. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was it was Twitter was fun, even though it was really sad episode. Yeah. Also, there were many comments about the tie and many comments about the bowl cut. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there were about the bowl cut. I'm surprised I didn't. I mean, I noticed the tie, but I just didn't think it was that big of a deal. But I was very focused on the 100-year-old man who was in the courtroom. Also, people were not so happy with Bonnie's mom, I gotta tell you. Yeah, I'll bet they weren't. Mm. But they can publicly say things on Twitter, but we have to publicly say things nicer on a podcast for some reason that I'm still not sure of. But it's true. It's true. She knows. So... Thank you, everyone. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Li- follow us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook because we do have like the m- most fun conversations all week long. So honestly, you're missing out. I'm just going to say it. What have you been doing? Why? Why do you do what you, what you do? Uh, and s- subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes because that really helps us out. If yes. so we could get like to be noteworthy or news newsy or whatever they call it. News and noteworthy. Sure. Nosy and noteworthy. Yeah. Don't watch alone. Watch with You're not gonna let me say what I have. Oh, you have one? Yeah, and you're oh, not gonna let about... me say it. No. Not if it's about the car. It's about the Corolla. How about you watch Dateline at the Red Roof Inn? With whomever is in the room next door to you. Does the Red Roof Inn have not cable? Is yeah, it one of those? Is it one of those inns that has a sign that says cable? No, vacancy. No, it's no, it's better nicer than that. Than that you I think. know they have cable. Yeah, and also they definitely Dateline's the kind of thing you watch at a Red Roof Inn. You watch the five episodes that are on that night. Do you, do they have Wi Fi at the Red Roof Inn? Yeah, definitely. Okay, high speed. Wow, props! But you have to pay Red... extra for the high speed. Oh, uh, high speed, high speed. How much extra do you have to pay? Usually it's like $14. Per night? Yeah, normally. When's the last time you were at a hotel? Like two days ago. Well, for CrimeCon, it was free. Yeah, at the Hilton. Yeah. Fancy pants. Red Roof Inn, you're paying extra for the high speed. It was also at our little hotel in the French Quarter. Yeah, and we would have had to pay extra to upgrade to high speed. Oh. And that was, I believe, $12 or $14. Well, what are you do coding? Why do you need high speed when you're on vacation? I can't answer that. I'll have to talk to you after about it. But it's <laughs> you're just gonna keep saying that every time you don't know anything. I feel like it's working really well. <laughs> I just make it really mysterious. I don't. I can't tell you right now. <laughs> but it sounds really serious, doesn't it? I know you're buying it every time. It's working like a charm. <laughs> I'm gonna go now. Bye. Everybody.